Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. And once again, I'm on time. I don't think I have to even say it anymore. And um, you guys are also being on time now. Um, so many people are watching and listening and tuning in, and I'm so thankful and grateful to for you guys. And um, regardless of whether you're just listening in your free time or just using my podcast as some white noise, if you do give me the feedback on the podcast, that would be great. So that when you do listen to more episodes, it might be more to your liking. So yeah, getting that out of the way. Today's episode is just going to be um, a bit of a fun episode, I think. Um, I have like three main topics that I wanted to discuss about because um, this is kind of the new structure of my podcast for now. Just going into like some topics that I am seeing in my day-to-day life and just um, expanding around that with you guys. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was um, actually this thing I saw in the newspaper the other day. It was about more UFO sightings and how there's been like more than a, a couple of hundred sightings in the last month and how that endangers us massively. And yeah, I was just kind of shocked. I've never really been interested in the UFO sightings or like all of those random stuff such as seeing this, I saw this underwater animal and it's coming back to the surface and whatnot. To me, those um, stuff are just such small concerns compared to the larger issues that we have today. But yeah, it shocks me. Like, um, uh, it made me think, though. Yeah, it, it was definitely a shocking thing because um, I started to wonder about like how we uh, exist on this planet, and we do know that there are no life, uh, at least like humanitarian life, on other planets as far as we know. But that's in our universe. And we don't know how many universes there are. We don't know how many galaxies there are. I don't really know much about that whole concept, but I definitely do believe that there are other life forms in other galaxies. And sometimes it makes you think, like, is this um, who we are and how we are destined to live our lives? Um, We consider it lives, like we live up to 100 years, but we have so many generations following us which can't really be ended abruptly. But there are other galaxies who are living their own lives. And one day, will we be able to finally travel across universes and galaxies? And maybe uh, humans are not the um, highest uh, form of living. Like as in like currently in Earth, we are at the top of the food chain. We are at the top of the food wave. We are the apex predator. And it's kind of interesting to think how like maybe eventually Earth itself becomes a habitat rather than Earth having its own habitats. I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, when you think about aliens, the opportunities and the things that can pop up are really infinite. Like, it's just all up to your imagination because as far as we know, there isn't much out there. Um, As in the sense, we don't know what is out there. Like, we don't know much. There is definitely a lot out there. But yeah, it made me really think about, like, how... um, outer space is imagined by everybody and i thought that was just really cool but another thing that you guys have to realize about ufos is when i was researching about it ufos are not the disc-shaped um traveling machines that you visionize whereas ufo can be anything that's just not properly viewed by the human eye or a device ufo's full form if you don't know is an unidentified flying object which means it doesn't have to be some kind of machine or whatever that you guys imagine. It could just be some random asteroid in space which just hasn't been identified. So yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting to think about. Um, yeah, what are your what like what is your thoughts on the 
on the whole concept of having life outside of earth and what is out there i really don't know i feel like on earth humans evolve in a certain way but for example if we were to make mars habitable and we were to migrate to mars would our lifestyles change i mean obviously in certain ways it would change but would the evolution of humans itself change will we split off into two species such as the martians and the oceans if you guys have seen the movie the martian i think that's a great movie it does take a lot of concepts of how outer space functions if you haven't seen it definitely do see it martian interstellar all of these movies are really great if you do like space if you don't i still recommend you guys to watch them in your free time they are great movies so yeah that's all about um, my thoughts on space i thought that was kind of cool in my opinion because it's all up to you you get to think about what is out there what can be there and stuff like that and maybe it might bring up it might like spark a passion inside of you whether you want to ignite that fire inside of you to research about space rather than stuff that's already existing go into the unknown so yeah i mean it's definitely not my cup of tea i don't know if i'll be able to do that but yeah and again right as we move on from that topic the next part of topic i had to go into was about how the government conceals these kind of stuff because when i did look into a lot of ufo reports all of them were claiming that the government has shut this down the government has taken this uh, chases and moved it to their private chambers where they can inspect it for their own good so even with ufo's the government is still concealing a lot of stuff and that um a lot of people who claim that the government is doing this or that there is no response from the government they are doing everything in privacy we will never know what the government is up to but that made me think the government always knows what we are up to because um there are a lot of ways that the government can track you whereas we will never really know what the government does because they have control over us so even when we see a ufo and it's it might actually be a real ufo the only person who saw the ufo will ever know that because all the government has to do they can just take it away they can plant um some fake evidence and state that it wasn't really a ufo and these people are just trying to do it for fame and when we read it on a newspaper that small section on the seventh page or so about your research when we see that we'll see another fake what what will the title be you can guess it by yourself another fake ufo spotted in this area it's just it's going to be a huge bust we will never really know the truth behind it if you guys have seen my um newspapers are a scam uh, episode clearly the government can hide that very well and even if they do believe that there is some kind of like fake organization or committee that's trying to rebel and prove that these ufo's really did land they can also take over that because they will always know your privacy isn't really private the government will always be watching you if you guys um have seen um criminal shows you will know that your phone any gps enabled phone can be tracked when you see a criminal running away they often remove the sim card and the gps out of their phone or they just throw it on the hole or use a burner phone which is doesn't really have anything that can be tracked with that's why criminals are always just chucking their phone or breaking it apart so that they cannot be tracked but then again it doesn't work out very well because the government can still use other people's phones to track you because if you are in any vicinity of some kind of security camera or anything that has a camera to be honest 
you can still be found in some sort of photo or video evidence. It isn't a huge deal. Those who know how to evade this kind of system are truly immersed in this kind of privacy um, where they just know how the government operates. Those are the only people who will ever be able to escape out of this. And it made me realize, like, is there actually like any proper way that I can stop the government from just invading my privacy and my privacy just being all out in the open? Do I really have any guarantee for security over my privacy? Well, if you've actually looked into like proper criminal investigations and not just the ones on shows, there's a huge process that any criminal, uh, any like uh, justice teams, like such as um, if you guys watch the show NCIS, it's a great um, criminal investigation series. But um, in any of those kind of shows, um, they do reflect onto real life. Whereas um, some things like some of the more crucial details are not shown on the show because they're long strung processes that do take a lot of effort and time. And the first one that you're always going to need is a warrant. There is always, um, they always show the people going for warrants as in they um, try to get the warrants for looking into their houses and stuff like that. But what people don't know is that to access another person's mobile phone without their permission, you're still need, going to need a search warrant and that can only be approved by the judge. So then again, it is a difficult process. But then is it impossible? No. If there's even slight evidence against the fact that you may be doing something mischievous, it isn't that difficult to get a warrant. Yes, it invades your rights and your privacy, but it definitely can be done. So then again, if you're a good person, you haven't really done anything disturbing or bad, you can't really be tracked. And some people may think like, what is, the, like, what is so bad in being tracked? I'm not really doing anything. Or they might think, I'm not that big of a person to be tracked anyways. The only thing that concerns me is that all of this information that's now out in the open that we have on the internet, it's all, it can all be stored on a database. The government will always have records to whatever we've done in life. And they'll always be able to make sure that we stay in line. And that, not, that might not seem such a, seem as such a big issue with our current generation. But when you always look in the future scope of things, that can start becoming a real big issue. Because in, even in our current generation, we are using online resources and media so much that we basically have our whole lives on these gadgets and devices, and it's all on the cloud. But then maybe, but then think about it in the future, where we have much evidence or stuff that we do in real life, but then we'll obviously have all our information online. And then again, the government has grasp over that information. And when we have most of our information on the internet, the government basically owns you. So even putting a step out of line may cost your information to be completely spilled and hence your identity to be destroyed. So it's kind of scary to think, think of it about, about that way. As in like, well, in the future, there is definitely a lot of potential for the government to start becoming more forced and start controlling everyone. Obviously, a huge scary thing. Like, I don't think you guys get it. Maybe it's not like world war crisis level, but it can definitely cause a lot of issues where a government tries to manhandle its citizens. And I definitely do believe that that can happen. No one's really going to rebel against it because they risk losing their identity. They risk losing everything. And even if they were to, 
it will be a huge war and uprising to overthrow that government. And it won't be easy because the government still has all of the power and they have all of the leverage over each and every single individual. So yeah, I was thinking about this and it really was like kind of shocking. And I have also been listening to other podcasts to see like, is there something wrong that I'm doing? Is there something different that I can be doing to develop my podcast to the next level? So I went ahead and I listened to the Joe Rogan experience. If you guys haven't listened to the Joe Rogan experience right after this episode, I definitely do suggest you to go and listen to an episode there because he is such a great talker. He goes into very niche topics that are not really explored by the community as a whole. And he brings on guests that are perfect for each occasion. He's had people like Elon Musk on his show. And he actually has a blast over on his podcast. He is able to discuss such topics with great explanations and lots of evidence. And that's something I definitely do want to implement in my podcasts. And fun fact, he actually did talk about how um, governments, how the governments, how different governments um, monitor your privacy. He actually did do an episode about it. And I believe it was um, episode number 1368, I think. Uh, with Edward Snowden and it was a great episode I didn't really I actually did um, listen to it and he actually had that episode going on for three hours and he had and uh, Snowden himself started talking about how smartphones are the worst thing in your lives as we use it to track our own life with such such stuff like reminders notifications and stuff like that and the government can do the same they can track your life and your every move and it was a great episode. He also started, talked about a lot of a lot of other uh, world re- revolving issues, and I think it was it's a really good podcast to listen to. And I think it's something with my podcast that like I need to be developing is maybe making it a bit longer. I can use guests on the show, and there's a lot to develop for sure. I think that's how everything works out. But yeah, before um, I end this episode off, I also wanted to talk about how the um, how bad is this actually? Like, in the sense, is it really bad the government can track you? Um, in my opinion, if the government can track you, then there are a lot of other third-party private, private, uh, what am I saying? Private, again and again. Not private, I meant, I wanted to say private organizations can also track you. You do provide all of your legal information with the government, but the government also has links to many private organizations. So there is a lot of potential for your privacy to privacy to be stolen on the internet. So what I would what I would suggest is rather than completely just avoiding the internet, that is really not a solution, in my opinion. That would probably just cause you more difficulty rather than causing difficulty for the government. It'll just make your life more difficult, in my opinion. I definitely do believe that you should be careful with your data on the internet. That's basically what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of stuff that happens on the internet and rather than the government taking your your data, sometimes we willingly give our data away. You have to be very careful when dealing with scams. You're going to have to be careful with dealing uh, the information that you give online. For example, if you're filling out a form or you're going to like sign up for some events, you want to be careful about the um, third-party websites the website uses because sometimes even secured websites might be using some other third-party forms where that form can be easily accessed by someone else, which they can use to hack your information, hack your account. 
And that's definitely scary indeed. Like there is obviously a chance that you'll always miss out on something. But if we're careful enough, you should be able to avoid many issues that you may come into. So yeah, safety on the internet. It's a huge deal nowadays. Rather than just focusing on your physical and mental health, you have to be careful about your internet health too. I think that's something that's going to be a much more used term in the future. So yeah, internet health, huge deal. Do take care of it. But for now, I guess you guys should probably just be taking care of your own health. So yeah, thank you guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.